Hi, this is Keith Baker from Manifest Zone. Brandon asks, I'm considering a campaign set in the Dakani Empire during the Daukir invasion. What were the ancient religions of the Dakani Empire, or for that matter, the giant empire of Zendrik? Would they be variations on the Host and the Six, or an entirely different pantheon? Starting with the second part, uh, one of the basic concepts of Eberron is that most of the successful religions you see are in some way a variation of the Sovereign Host or the Silver Flame. Uh, the Silver Flame is a thing that simply exists. It is a force of mystical energy that people can connect to, and thus you have the Gashkala, you have Kalash in Sarlona, you have the modern Church of the Silver Flame. Uh, it is not a god in the sense that it didn't create the world, it doesn't directly intervene, but it is a force that is there, and so you see a number of different cultures uh, interacting with it. Now, on the other hand, with the Sovereign Host, what we basically said is you can technically get divine magic from sort of just strong enough belief in a particular concept. But what we've said is it's basically easier to get divine magic if that concept resembles the sovereigns and the sex, of course. Um, to some, this is proof that the sovereigns do exist. To others, it's simply saying that basically they built up a strong enough sort of psychic archetype that drawing on that well uh, is more successful. So thus in Zendrik, you do see Orlan Lawbringer, uh, who is, you know, a clear parallel to Orion. Uh, you see Roa of the Leaves, who is Aroa. Um, you know, so basically within uh, the Kulsir Dominion, at least, you do see um, variations of the sovereigns. Meanwhile, the... Um, there were a lot of different cultures among the giants themselves. Uh, and you have the Sumat League, uh, who basically more sort of worshipped primal fire, you know, and didn't really uh, personify it much beyond that. Now, going to the original question, which was about the Dakani, uh, we very specifically call out in the very first description of the Dakani in the 3.5 Eberron uh, campaign setting that the Dakani do not have clerics. They are an agnostic culture, and their spiritual leaders are the hobgoblin bards who inspire the communities with tales of past glory. The idea at the, uh, the time is to say that goblins are not just humans with fangs and green skin. Goblins are a race that just fundamentally their brain chemistry is different. You know, they have a different outlook on the world than humans do. Uh, and among other things, they are basically much, much more sort of practical. They don't really uh, engage with abstract concepts. Uh, the ways humans do. And so uh, because of that, they simply basically, they don't really get the whole religion concept, the idea that you're going to attribute things that happen to some, you know, unseen force. Basically, faith is just not a thing that they they do well. Um, and so given that, the whole idea is during the Dakani age, they don't have have priests. They don't have clerics. What they have are their bards, and their bards inspire them with tales of what has been done in the past and what they can accomplish. Uh, and that's what they care about. Uh, this is why 
the first druids were orcs. Is the idea of orcs, on the other hand, are extremely sort of passionate, they're primal, and basically they do embrace faith very easily. And thus, with the orcs, you have the gatekeeper druids, you have the Gashkala uh, followers of the Silver Flame and the Demon Wastes. And so it's sort of this parallel between the very sort of primal, passionate uh, culture of the orcs and the very sort of disciplined, focused uh, culture of Dakan. Um, now, the that's what's going on when the Dalkir evasion began. Uh, what we have then said is following the Dalkir invasion after the Dalkir were bound, that basically even though the Dakani technically won the war, that the conflict left literal scars, psychic scars on the empire, that basically seeds of madness that spread and caused all sorts of chaos, civil war, uh, you know, and among other things, cults and religions to spring up. That basically it they were literal seeds of insanity uh, that basically changed the way a lot of goblins thought. And so there you then do see a variation of the Sovereign Host, the Sovereigns in Six, which is mentioned in a couple of the books. I can't remember the details. And this is where you have the modern heirs of Dakan essentially said something terrible is happening. The empire, as we know it, is falling apart. We are going to basically cut ourselves off from these afflicted people uh, and just go into deep hiding to preserve the values of our empire. So the point is the heirs of Dakan, the Ketcherat, the Ketchvalar, they don't have clerics. They don't believe in these things. But you do have a sort of sovereign tradition that uh, is around in sort of late goblin culture that is occasionally referenced. Um, but the pure Dakan, uh, they don't have any sort of religion. So there you go. Thanks for listening to Manifest Zone.